Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. His name is Russell Mark. <laughs> Russell Peter. Yay, we're back Woo. and we're going to get to the first match on WrestleMania 19. I, I thought s- this was part two of Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah shut yeah. your mouth. Shut we, your fat mouth. We got... <laughs> you random listener. <laughs> There's you know never what? been a wrestler who is just permanently surly. <laughs> where they just go, you know, and I'm going to take you to the top of the mountain, I'm going to slam down the big arm on you and this, that, oh, and fuck yeah, off. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh. So we're back with WrestleMania at 19. Uh, as I said X1X. before, X1X. 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 Yeah, you see it in different. I just not having it. But it's the first <laughs> first WWE show, obviously, as we spoke about yes, before. Yes, yes. Uh, due to uh, long-running and difficult legal actions mm. with an animal charity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, animal charities uh, would be a great like collective, wouldn't it? Oh, be the brilliant. animal charity. <laughs> All of like a load of wrestlers that have been rebranded as animals. More and more, when I look at things, if you see like really normal-sounding things, those are great names for tag teams. <laughs> yeah. You don't want anything that sort of says like the spectacular aerialist yeah. the bin men no you want Gorilla Glue <laughs> uh, Greengrocer's Inc Greengrocer's oh, Inc what's that <laughs> green, green, oh, what's, is it Greengrocer's Grass no Butcher's Grass Butcher's Grass Butcher's Grass <laughs> it could be like a kind of like an East London kind of uh, kind of ah I've got I've got some information for you it would be you know, like Butcher's Grass <laughs> <laughs> the Grass is also the a good grass. wrestler. <laughs> really weaselly man. He was he was saying that your urn, he'd done a piss in your urn, Undertaker. <laughs> well, it birdie tells me. <laughs> Where's our developmental contract? <laughs> oh, so the first match, uh, the Cruiserweight champion, Matt Hardy uh, versus Rey Mysterio. Ooh. Mystery King. This is, uh, is this the first WrestleManiac I've met in the flesh, Mark, that we've seen in... in yeah. In yes. me. I think this is the first time because we is. both met him at the same time, didn't we? Well, we have also met Stone Cold Steve Austin, which you forget about. Oh, fuck, we did, didn't we? Yeah, I've got a photo of the two of you. It's, it's on my yes. computer. And you are standing in front of him. And for some reason, he isn't pulling an Austin face. He's really proud of you. Aww. And he's got his hand on your shoulder. And you look like you're his son. <laughs> and he is just beaming. Proud, tiny, yeah. wasted son. You will have to send me that, because I've not got a copy. That's I wonderful. I will dig that out. Yeah, I've, but... got, I've got the picture of... Re- I've got a picture of... Um... 
Me and Ray Mysterio and you and Ray Mysterio actually yeah. very enjoyable. He's, I, he's a nice chap. I liked him. He was lovely. You you <laughs> had uh, an unusual thing, which was you saw a Ray Mysterio. I say unusual. Uh, it's not that unusual. <laughs> see him unmasked. He spent two years in WCW without it on. <laughs> and, and when he goes home and yeah. he's not on the television, yeah. uh, he probably doesn't wear it. No. He probably doesn't wear it on planes. And you probably don't know what he looks like without his eyes. In. <laughs> no, and but you, you you got to see him in the lift. I got to see him in the lift, and his, his head looked smelt of sweaty. Yeah, it's like, because obviously he's got he's just wearing a Lucha Libre mask, and it's just um, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. This was we should say this. We haven't really set this up at Sorry. all. <laughs> yeah, Rey Mysterio. There was a weird thing. Uh, we, Pete and I were working as escorts. And <laughs> he made a mistake. It, there was something to do with the currency. Um, but we we were working on uh, XFM, the uh, long lost lamented indie station. Um, <laughs> not uh, not I, that much lamented. I lost. No, not by no, the end. No. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we had uh, Rey Mysterio came in. We had like three or four wrestlers in a row, didn't we? I forgot about Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. I forgot he. We had come in, in. Uh, Ray Austin and Randy Orton. Yes, uh, I missed Randy Orton because I was ill, uh, and you made up for it by really him. angering him, didn't Upsetting you? Upsetting yeah, him. You did. Yeah. Um, when Ray came in, um, I, 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 they must have been building up to either a pay per view or, or a British tour, mm. and he was really super nice. He was really lovely. The thing that none of us had really realised this must have been about two thousand and five, mm. six. So a couple of years after this, this is his first WrestleMania. Um, in this one, he's he's small. Mm. He's a proper cruiserweight, and I think he'd even put on quite a bit of weight by coming to the WWE. But yeah. He was still a very live man. By the time we met him, he was like a big Box, yeah. tin of spam. Super meat boy. He was just square. And you've never seen... He, he isn't the tallest guy. I think he's about 5'6". Mm. But when you stood next to him, you were like, he is four times the size of me. <laughs> Fill in the lift, wasn't he? He must have felt like the need to sort of bulk out a little bit. Yeah. But, but he's also the smallest guy on the roster. Imagine <laughs> what the rest of them are like, yeah, you know? Exactly. But I, I do remember... I, I forget what it was like on air. I, I, don't, I don't remember at all. I remember mm. he was really nice mm. and I remember he was... He was also quite surprised that we had any interest in wrestling. That it wasn't just a, mm. a show where we all sat there and went. So tell us, is it is it pre, is it uh, fixed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he throws us one of us out the yeah. window. Yeah, did you ever live inside Big Daddy's house? <laughs> I don't, I don't know why that's a question. Who's Big Daddy? Do you know Do you know Jimmy Savile? <laughs> yes, but only because he was confused. At and this I'm five foot six. At this time, Savile was still a living saint, Pete. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so Ray was really, really nice. And I remember mm. in, in one of the ad the ad breaks that we had on. I remember, you know, I was just chatting to him, and I said. You know, how are you doing at the minute? Are you really banged up? And he went, Yeah, I'm absolutely in constant pain. He said, I've got nothing specific wrong with me at the moment. He said, But, but it's just everything in me hurts all the time. He sort of said, I've got a, like in my wrist. He said, I can feel the outside of my wrist and the inside of the wrist. He said, Like the inside in the actual arm. He said, you can't feel that. He said, but I can feel there's pain there. Oh, <laughs> what? Stop doing Get this. Get off AOL.com. <laughs> Ray, you've got RSI, clearly. Stop replying Ray. to your fans, you diligent I, uh, bastard. My, my, my now wife uh, then was my, my girlfriend and she was a teacher and mm. I got him to hold up a little sign that said, uh, Miss Jones says, listen, uh, listen to Miss Jones or else, yeah. says Ray Mysterio. And that hung in her, in her, in her, <laughs> in her classrooms for the best part of 15 years. And actually, it was ruined by the fact that we got married. Um, yeah. It's now redundant. So if Rey Mysterio is listening, if, if any teachers, <laughs> co- if any 
female teachers are listening who happen to be called Jones. Yeah, I was going to say, if Raymond Stereo is listening, uh, have you got a copy of Microsoft Paint that you could send me? Because <laughs> I can just knock it up, it would take minutes. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he's killed someone since then. <laughs> well, yeah. He, uh, yeah. Involved oh. in, 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 a, in a death in the ring, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, um, um, Ray Mysterio is a proper legend, and mm. I don't think you can really overstate how important he is to the change that happened in wrestling precisely because he was there at the mm. right time. Uh, he was an unusually small wrestler, especially for the WWE. Yeah. At this stage, they've got him in the cruiserweights, but he just, by force of personality and the brilliance of what he does in the ring, he clears the way. He basically makes all of the big, plodding, fat people... Look shit. Look shit. <laughs> because out he comes, and he is so fast. He's, yeah. like, he's, like, he's like grease lightning in this. He's flipping out everywhere. He's jumping... He's a unique star in that he started in Mexico. I think he had two different names. They were the Green Lizard and the Hummingbird. Right. I can't remember what they are. I don't know. I've got them written down. Uh, La Garticha Verde. Oh, green. God, that's got terrible. green on it. And Calibri, the Hummingbird. Right, OK. Uh, his uncle was a wrestler called Rey Mysterio. He became Rey Mysterio Jr. Right. Um, Vince McMahon hates... The, the junior, the, the suffix junior, yeah. because he himself is was a junior, a yeah. junior, mm. and so when Rey Mysterio came in, the junior was dropped. Um, there is a bit of a funny thing about how, how WWE doesn't really like masked wrestlers. They have a thing of going, that's part of the Mexican culture, and it's not the American way. Mm. It sort of fails to take into account the fact that pretty much everyone who wears a mask is immediately able to sell loads of merchandise and people tend to like them. Yeah. Um, but there's a yeah. long history of them with uh, recently um, uh, Andrade, who, who was formerly La Sombra and a huge star. The mask came off. Um, Sami Zayn, who used to be a, a, a mask wrestler called El Generico, the mask came off. They, El that, Generico. Uh, it was a good, That's funny, a good you know, tongue-in-cheek like thing that. by a Canadian man. Now, <laughs> there's something about it that they just didn't like anything that Rey Mysterio stood for. The mask, the junior, yeah. and also the sort of Mexican style. Yeah, high-flying sort of stuff, I guess. But Everywhere Rey Mysterio has been, he has got over. He yeah. went to ECW, he got over in his first match. He goes to WCW, he's over in minutes. Yeah. He comes to WWE, he is over. And he spends the whole of his career being over. Mm. It's, it's, he's a remarkable performer. He's gone through different phases in his career where he's almost become a heavyweight and then he becomes sort of world champion. We get to see that in a few years' time. Oh, cool. Um, but at this time, he is just immensely hot. And so the decision to put him against Matt Hardy for the cruiserweight belt and have him beaten in six minutes, <laughs> it's mind-bogglingly <laughs> stupid. Again, they could have made him on the biggest stage of them all a huge superstar. Yeah. The thing is, like Dusty Rhodes, like your John Cena's, there are certain people who, it doesn't matter what you do, yeah. because they are inevitably going to get over and Rey Mysterio is one of those people through just force of um, charisma and um, skills completely um, at one point Taz who's on commentary here he's on with Jim Ross and they, there's, there's some slight flipping around I think Michael Cole comes in as well and yeah. Jerry Lawler so, so Cole wasn't in the good graces for a while was he? because he no, was he out was, wasn't he? He had, he had some bad Wrestlemania calls right. uh, over the years mm. and they always wanted to go with Michael Cole because he was younger than JR and Lawler but they just every time they put him in that position they'd end up going back to JR and Lawler yeah. because they were better JR at this point his Bell's palsy has got very bad right. and he looks actually like Peter Griffin from Family Guy <laughs> and he just he's <laughs> and when yeah. you see him it, it, you can see why Vince McMahon was going the problem is this is television this isn't the old days of the territories where all you hear is the voice yeah. this is television and it's a youth product and we need youthful people who better than Michael Cole <laughs> to, to look like the coolest and, man and, on earth. and Taz looks like and a Taz, big moon Taz is really good at this Wrestlemania as, mm. as a commentator he's he's got a real sort of 
he's got a passion and a, and a roughness that I actually think is quite good. In this one, he shouts out, uh, wine me, dine me, 619 me, which was 619, Ray Mysterio's finishing move, which right. I think is the area code for uh, the pot of Los Angeles he came from. <laughs> okay. um, but there was something about hearing Taz sort of make a 69 joke. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Taz, the human uh, sex suplex machine. see <laughs> that. Uh, Jim, uh-huh. Jim Ross starts the whole show. In fact, I go, this is my 10th WrestleMania. And Jerry Laura just goes, piles in talking about his John Wayne cufflinks and it's like you derail this alright the first thing we've said and you're already bringing up the John Wayne and you can tell he's going for fuck's sake let me just get through the first sentence before you start talking about fucking cufflinks Jim Ross is massive on like John Wayne John Wayne stuff, and again yeah. that's a generational thing where it'd be like sort of going, we've got a hip company it's yeah. a big entertainment thing uh, really early on, why don't you mention that you've got uh, like a massive collection of Charles Dickens memorabilia? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? I'm not interested in <laughs> hey, this. Hey, kids, uh, you into Pee Wee Herman? No, me neither. Me neither. No, me neither. I haven't um, got his bike. <laughs> remember that uh, talking sofa? You sit on, they sit on this, see if it talks you. Yeah. Uh, uh, giving it a go. Um, Matt Hardy is uh, he's, he's a, a perennial thing when I watch him and I feel a bit sad, is that Matt is great in the Hardy Boys with his brother Jeff. Yeah. Of the two of them, Matt loves wrestling and Jeff is just like, it comes easy and I couldn't give a shit. Mm. And Matt works so hard and yet just doesn't quite get the reaction that mm. Jeff would get if he turned up and spat on the floor. <laughs> um, at this point, Jeff is probably spitting on the floor because he, um, he was actually released from WWE in April, uh, just after this WrestleMania, because he was having huge problems with drugs. Right, okay. They had asked him to go into rehab and uh, he refused. Right. So they said, well, okay, uh, you're going to be fired. So yeah. they fired him. He immediately went to TNA. Uh, he later came back to the WWE and then again when he had drug, drug problems, they sent him off to TNA. He ends up in TNA. Yeah, there's a, there's a few kind of TNA kind of sub stories or backstories. Like TNA, did that kind of appear? Was that always around and it just kind of appeared? So when WCW of... closed down yeah. and WWE bought their competition, mm. um, TNA sprung up as a sort of the idea was we need pick up the wrestlers that, yeah. that were released by both. Yeah, and a number two federation would undoubtedly do really well. Yeah, uh, it didn't, and mm. it's. It, it, I mean, it is still going to this day. It struggled for a very very long time. A lot of people paid a lot of money to keep it going. Yeah, but in these sort of period two. 2002 onwards they were taking everyone who would leave the WWE yeah. and so after the plane ride from hell they immediately picked up Goldust they immediately mm. picked up Scott Hall um, it didn't do them any good uh, you know they obviously they. I'm not sure they had so much of a policy it was a small startup company yeah. so there wasn't a wellness policy in no. place so they would <clears> take people who were in terrible shape and mm. not fit to perform the, the clearest example of that is in 2011 Jeff Hardy uh, had a, a legendarily awful match uh, at a pay-per-view called Victory Road with Sting where he came out and he was in no fit state to perform right. and Sting was furious they had to essentially roughly pin him in like 29 seconds right. uh, and it was just that's not TNA's fault by any means no um, it, 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 people had problems and unfortunately this Wrestlemania coincides with Jeff Hardy's first really serious problems right okay uh, that leaves Matt Hardy on his own he tries to reinvent himself this Matt Hardy version 1 character well he's wearing these kind of like Chong Sam dress um, the sort of dress you buy in Chinatown. Yes. Like, yeah. Trousers and he's put pockets on it. It's yeah. dreadful. If, you, if dreadful. you were in charge of, and you know, <laughs> WWE does have a big sort of wardrobe department, <laughs> you would sort of go, are we going to buy really nice stuff or can I get this really, really cheap? Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Rey Mysterio, like he's, when did he stop being a rubber fetishist? <laughs> this like, is... He sort of predates 
Halle Berry and Catwoman by a year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there <laughs> might be some connections. The same, it's the same costume. This is uh, this was a nod also to the superhero Daredevil uh, at WrestleMania. Yeah, the only dare is like <laughs> to go in a dark room at a Berlin gay fetish night. I don't know, just... With his like like contact lenses in as well. <laughs> yes. You will be like, oh, you know, we had this. We went on the thing to Berlin, and there was this fucking freak in the what? Ray Mysterio Jr. Yep, that's the one. He's in one of the dark rooms. I mean, you didn't know. You just see his glowing eyes. You chowed down on your wang. <laughs> Berlin dark rooms there. A review. And legendary superstar, Ray Mysterio. <laughs> um, uh, this match has always been sort of seen as being very disappointing, but actually, Ray makes it quite good. I was watching this back and I was surprised by how quick and pacey and, and fun Oh, I could it was. definitely watch a lot more of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I was definitely uh, into this match. Yeah, but they, they just they just had a way of mishandling cruiserweights uh. really badly. People like Ultimo Dragon, who came in a couple of years, well, about, about this time, in fact, um, a huge star across the world. Right. Um, masked Japanese wrestler knew how to wrestle in the Mexican style as well and they just couldn't find anything to do with him and it continues to this day cruiserweights who the audience love they just have no interest in why do they sign them though I don't understand like they just think oh it, but I guess it's like that's football management isn't it it's like I could probably get a tune out of this player yeah but then they just play him out of position and they just their yeah. career goes downhill yeah and then they go <laughs> oh you didn't work out you're not good it's your fault isn't it <laughs> yeah. is it <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hold up. 
there was a sign here which you were obsessed with. You sent me oh, over WhatsApp. I got excited and then less excited and then excited again. <laughs> it was um, someone held up a, a, a sign saying, "Hi, uh, hi, Carissa Cavalli." from Trumbull, Connecticut. Mm. And then so I was like, I wonder if I can find this woman. <laughs> and so I found a Cavalli from basically Car- Carmela Nappi Cavalli, uh, died age 100 in 2011 yeah. at the Bridgeport Hospital. And I was like, oh, I mean, there's very few Cavallis on the internet. And then uh, even though obviously it's a, you know, a popular Italian name. But, and then I found the, the, the kind of guest book for this woman's death and doctors Hulcher Napolitano and stuff um, in in Trumbull Connecticut basically wrote on the wall saying we're going to miss you Miss Cavalli and I was like it's the same family how many Cavallis can be in fucking Trumbull Connecticut and so I was like we found her Carissa someone's been listening to a podcast I don't know what's happened but there's a man who's tracking you down through your dead grandma (laughs) and I was like so hang on so that could have been like it could have been the late Salvatore. He might have already... No, no she was born in 2010, so that was the, her father. And then I'm like, hang on, so... Uh, she died... You, April, have she died April. you have the nerve to ask why the cruiserweights don't get she's, over. <laughs> you see a sign and then she, you track a dead she woman's died family. April 14th, 2011, which was five days after, I think, the Hall of Fame, <laughs> in which... I think who was inducted? Um, it, uh, it was not Junkyard Dog. Who was <laughs> like a conspiracy? I was theory figuring out. No, it was who's the whole man? USA. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was. Uh, so maybe she just really hated. <laughs> this is a big wrestling fan family, and she got so upset that Hacksaw was uh, it, it was inducted. <laughs> I mean, it's a theory. It's a theory. Yeah, it was. Actually, she was. She it. was also a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get. Uh, there's another sign actually that I did notice, which is again something. That at the time was sort of well known and then just disappeared. It says Credgley. What the hell's Credgley? Credgley was a sort of thing that was Christian Edge and Mick Foley. And they did some oh, sort of backstage stuff. And they, they they once sort of said we should call ourselves Credgley. And seeing a Credgley sign, I saw that. Article. Takes you back. I remember. What's that? What was that? That's Credgley. What's Credgley? <laughs> and I, I sort of worked out. I went, that's Edge. Christian Edge. I couldn't get the Lee. Yeah. Um, but it turned out it was Mick Foley. So <laughs> it's just that Edge, Edge gets his whole name in there. He oh, does, Lord. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone's angling for that. For um, for Matt um, coming down the coming down the, the, the um, to the ring, mm. they had like a really janky, fake kind of um, internet video, kind of like yeah. as if it was on a website. I was like, oh, doesn't that feel like futuristic? www.mattitude.com. <laughs> <laughs> They have a, a little thing where this Matitude version <laughs> one, they, they would give every time he came out of the ring, it would put up two trivia facts. Right. And he was like, I wrote all of those myself, and they are all <laughs> true. <laughs> and if you go on IMDb, there's a trivia which they have on every actor, yeah. and they include wrestlers as actors. And if you click on the Matt Hardy and click on trivia, it is five times as long as anyone else's Because all of one, those ones had different... everyone's put that in. <laughs> Matt has two lawnmowers, all that sort of thing. <laughs> um, uh, one fact I found out about this is that both Matt and Jeff Hardy, they have never left the house that they were born and grew up in. Oh, it's a bit Pat Sharp, that, isn't it? It is. They both <laughs> built houses on the property. Right. Um, it's been featured a number of times on TNA and WWE programming. Mm. They, they tend to sort of like to do stuff from their houses. But um, I did think, hmm... That's a bit lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit lazy. Uh, his unofficial foreman uh, for the building of his house when it was built was his <laughs> girlfriend, Amy Duma, a.k.a. Lita. Ah. Yeah, so she's a home builder and later 
A home wrecker. Hey, <laughs> smooth that, innit? Proper lime. <laughs> um, uh, then we get a little segment from the Miller Lite Catfight Girls. Oh, yeah, I mean, this couldn't... If someone just walked in the room, they'd be like, what the fuck are you watching, Dave? you got your... Words, everyone says this is the worst thing in any WrestleMania at any point, and they're absolutely right. So, I have did some Googling. The Miller Lite Girls were um, a Super Bowl... A band, I think, Super Bowl commercial. Yes. Um, uh, that where women... Where a man is recounting to his friend and their mutual partners um, what would make a good advert, and it's basically just two women in bras yeah. having a wrestling mud. They and get water into and an argument over the one of them says they're talking about this awful fucking beer, yeah. and one of them says I like it because it's got great taste, and the other one says less filling, <laughs> great taste, less filling, and they have a fight. Yeah, and so the whole th- way through this, uh, uh, an advert which not only was it supposedly banned. But we didn't have outside America, so it meant no. nothing to us. And they would have this thing of going, uh, who's who's responsible for making WrestleMania? Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Vince McMahon. Meaningless. Um, <laughs> the t- I had a look at the YouTube comments for the advert. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, is, it, is, it be- is it better or worse than, um, I wonder if you got a sniff? Was this a good sniff? <laughs> yes, Stacey Kingler's arse statue? I think these are, oh, good. These are good. Um, the uh, It ends the advert as well, where the... the the, the, the <laughs> girlfriends of the guy who has come up with his advert uh, basically says, uh, I've got an idea her should end. And then it cuts back to the Miller like cat fight girls right, yeah, 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 yeah. saying, we should make out. And then they make out. And it's, that's the hilarious. Yeah. Very much loaded 1996. <laughs> um, YouTube comments. Only queers and Nazi feminists would hate this commercial. Wow. Boom, straight in there like, from... That sounds like it was written um, this year. Ah, it was written six years ago. Oh, so, was it? Okay. Yeah, Michael Lane is very much ahead of the times. <laughs> uh, Cuban Pete 1990 said, Hey, did she said let's make out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, Cuban Pete 1990. I, that was the punchline. I love internet comments from people where English isn't necessarily a first language, especially <laughs> porno. <laughs> porno comments are magnificent. <laughs> New podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and someone writes, this is two years ago. Oh boy, how far our country has fallen. 2003, <laughs> that was a year when people could discern the difference between entertainment and politics. He's gone to the Miller catfight video and gone, well, this sums up a better time, doesn't it? Look at that, yeah. And all these people getting their knickers in a twist. <laughs> uh, Taz is great and witless here, so it cuts back after the girls are there. Uh, and Taz goes, Yeah, I hear the uh, Miller Lite catfight girls really dig uh, Taz. <laughs> and Michael Cole says, Where did you hear that? And Taz goes, I made it up. <laughs> oh, Taz, brilliant. He admitted it as if as if he was going to get in trouble for it. Wait, he did not say that. I made it up. I can't... Do you know what? I'm not, I don't want to run with this riff anymore. <laughs> my um, wife's, I just remember my wife watching. Yeah. And, you know. They, they, hey, Taz, didn't you also get done for, for like getting your dick out in a tanning salon? No, no, no. That, <laughs> that was different. That's different. Same name, different guy. That's, that's actually the official line on that. <laughs> Same name, different guy. Okay. Um, Taz doesn't have a very common name so it's unusual no, yeah, um, really. right uh, Undertaker versus yes. A-Show and the Big Train yeah and uh, Undertaker gets his own 
band. Please welcome the WWE's favourite band in the whole world, says Howard Finkel. <laughs> Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit, they're here. They've been trailed so many times. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, the band members must have attended some kind of wrestling event before this, but... Yeah. Uh, ooh, that, the mix is off. <laughs> well, they were here at WrestleMania sounds... 18 and Did they play? I think 17. Did they play? Yeah. I, th- I thought it was just their... They uh... definitely play rolling for The Undertaker in one of those. Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know that I know that they used rolling and they used um yeah it was rolling wasn't it What do you want to do now and <laughs> the um uh yeah the other one But th- this one they they had their their new song <laughs> Um, that was this. I mean, like the, the two things. Wes Borland, the guitarist, uh, who sounds like quite. It seems like quite a clever chap. Mm. Um, he couldn't. He, he his thing would. He, he'd always have spooky makeup on. Could not even be asked. He's just no. wearing his normal. Maybe it was pre-spooky makeup, but he's just wearing his normal stuff. But all, something is definitely off on the, mix, on the on the mix because you can just hear these car horns that are part of the song, <laughs> but they're just way too prominent. And you experience it later on when you hear the guitars. Like, it's like, oh, get out There's a few out. bits where Fred. Does is definitely behind the beat when he's <laughs> yeah. when he, what when you he's, gonna do now yeah when he's <laughs> out when he goes yes. out into the crowd he can't hear his monitor nope. so he's going um, <laughs> I'm on crack okay, they're selling they're hawking their big new song which is like I'm on crack is it, or something. yeah is it called crack addict yeah or? I'm a crack addict I'm a yeah. crack addict that's the official song by the yeah. way of Wrestlemania 19 <laughs> is I'm, I'm a crackhead crack, or something crack what the, you know guys I do love the fact as well that they went to a shanty and said you know you did this you were absolutely no way yeah. and they go hi Limp Bizkit um, there's a couple of yeah <laughs> yeah we're as proud of, of course, that as I mean, anything because Limp Bizkit does not have a wellness policy um, <laughs> But at one point, the ba- the, I noticed that the bassist, as it gets starts to get darker, the bassist from Limp Bizkit has got like a five-string bass because it was new metal. Mm. Uh, and he also had a light up. The fretboard was all light lit up. And I was like, oh. oh. Pre-LEDs as well. He's going to go through batteries. <laughs> He's going to fucking batteries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is um, the halogen? It's just run with halogen gas. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, so, Undertaker, this is a handicap match, but it shouldn't have been. Right. He was supposed to be teamed up with a wrestler called Nathan Jones. Okay. Um, Nathan Jones, huge Australian guy. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon had seen him I think wrestling for WWA which was another one of these small organisations that set up in the wake of WCW yeah. folding. Um, it ran in Australia and Nathan Jones was an Australian. He um, he was huge. He'd come through the strongman sort of side yeah. of things. He'd done world's strongest man and things yeah. like that. Um, before he was a wrestler and a weightlifter he had been sentenced to 16 years in 1987 uh, to the infamous Boggo Road Jail in Australia Ooh. for eight armed robbers between 85 and 87. Um, He became one of Australia's most wanted while he was still on the run from the robberies. And uh, he ended up serving seven years in prison. While he was in prison, he just began working out and he became this huge monster. Um, The the funny thing is Vince McMahon loves these big guys. He absolutely loves them. And there is a long history of him going, I love the size of this guy. It doesn't look like a monster. Absolutely brilliant. Stick him in the ring and going, shitting hell, he can't wrestle. (laughs) The great Carly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, the the spectacle nature of it. The... um, what happens with Nathan Jones is is The Undertaker and he begin working on this match. They're going to have this tag team match. And he goes to The Undertaker's house and they work together for a week. Mm. And at the end of it, they go, this guy cannot do it. <laughs> so they have him sort of get attacked before the match and uh, knocked out as a way of getting him out of the match. Right, so, yeah. I mean, he, he is that bad that he cannot make it onto a WrestleMania that the Miller catfight girls can, <laughs> right? That's how fucking bad he must have been. Right, okay. The... 
uh, he comes out just during the match and does a couple of like um, high sort of kicks on people, mm. which look fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, but he doesn't last in, in wrestling very much longer. He does get sort of you know fired, shifted on. He never quite finds his niche, uh, and he becomes, I think, an actor. Right. So I think he's in Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. But like a lot of his wrestling career, there's something a bit lacking. So he tends to not have lines. <laughs> well, he's um, uh, the Undertaker on this one. Like you know, obviously he comes out. With Limp Bizkit and Bob's mm. head a bit, he's enjoying his music. But um, he looks like he's been fucking working out. He looks incredible. Yeah, he does. Specimen, man. He's, he, like... he's got funny hair. He's it's got like funny it's hair. like a long crew cut, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's like he's gone. I, I do want you, you know, like a number one. Yeah. I want a number one all over, but I want it to be number nine. Yeah, and it looks weirder because obviously black is not his natural no. hair, so it's kind of difficult. To, no. but he he looks absolutely gigantic. He goes against um, the former Prince Albert, who is now called A Train. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, is the uh, subway train that goes all the way across Manhattan. Uh, no idea why they went with that. <laughs> no idea at all. He is he is looking big uh, in this album. He's looking it's, absolutely yeah, he's he dense, big. like sort of tuna meat. Well, he sort of he's got quite a hairy body, but he stops shaving his head around about the neckline. Yes. So he's got like a weird hair. He looks like a hair shirt. Basically. Yeah, so it's very weird. They could have called instead of A Train, which is not what they should have called. They should have called him Hairy Big Boy. <laughs> Half Hairy Big Boy. Half Hairy Big Boy. Um, uh, <laughs> double H, double B. I'm sure the Undertaker. I think I accused him of this in. Last WrestleMania, but I'm sure he shouted, "Come on, you motherfuckers!" At one point, didn't yeah, he? did sound did sound like he shouted that. He's definitely going through a period where he's sort of going, "I'm not a wrestler anymore. I could have been in UFC. I'm an MMA fighter." <laughs> and he's doing lots of sort of rabbit punches and and really quick sort of knockout things. And he brings in submission moves that no never get over. I think he wins <laughs> one match with like a submission move that he's invented. Do the fucking tombstone which, prick. <laughs> I think it's called the what is it called? The gates of. Uh, it doesn't matter because the people who call work. Do the people Carly's matches kind of like have a list of things they're going to do like they're going to debut he's going to debut something it's basically an Irish whip yeah. but I'm going to call it the, the, yeah. the Donaldson donkey it, slap it, it, yeah exactly right. and, and if you're a big enough star they will go that is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not they will go right you're not, you're not to talk that. to you're not to talk to anyone here you see these people none of them <laughs> um, I'm going to shout I mean there's mics now so I'm going to shout that was a Donaldson donkey punch so <laughs> fuck you <laughs> um uh, this uh, again, this match. What a uh, who cares? <laughs> again, again, last time they mentioned the streak a bit. This one they don't. They've forgotten all no, about it. Um, <laughs> there was uh, a, a story that I'd read quite a while ago um, that uh, Nathan Jones was actually brought back into the this the end of this match right. with the idea that he would actually help Undertaker get a train into the tombstone position, yeah. uh, and he didn't. So Undertaker <laughs> just had to do it by himself. And I'd heard that, that you can actually hear Undertaker shouting, "Help me, help me!" when he's doing it, but you can't. So no. that's a little urban. Okay. I was very right. disappointed about that. Um, this is the, the final time we're ever going to see the American Badass gimmick as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't run for very long then. No, about three and a half years. Right. So, okay. yes, it is, it is now gone the way of all flesh. <laughs> Back into the ground. <laughs> I don't know where gimmicks go when no. they die. So he's so he's TNA. Got, yeah, I guess so. So he so he goes back to the Undertaker kind of shit now. With yes. Dead man, right? Okay. Yes, it's uh, he obviously he did not want to go back to being yeah. the dead man. But is he, it, is he allowed? Like, could he not be given like a bike that's like made of bone? It's just a bit more. That would have been good. The, the, a, comprom- a compromise, Vince. The, rea- the reality is, you know, he he didn't want to go back to being the Undertaker, but by the time he does, I mean, he ends up having the proper biggest matches in WrestleMania history. Right. When 
when he's the American badass after three years of that, he's in the second match going up against fucking Albert and Big Show. Yeah. And Big Show in this. I mean, you barely notice him. He's like a big fat fucking smear. <laughs> <laughs> he's so lazy in this and he's bored and he doesn't look like a monster. He just looks like a big neighbour. <laughs> you know, so he's like your neighbour at home, but he's bigger. Big. He's just a big version of that. Peeking over the fence. And he's not got any more proportionally strong or fast. He's just your big neighbour. That's how he comes across in this. <laughs> what a big lump. What a big lump. Um, well, we've come to the end of another show, Mark. Hey, we actually we'll managed to do two matches managed to do there. two matches. That, that's, I'm pleased and, with that. And the Miller girls. Let's not forget the Miller girls. Yeah. Um, Shall I quickly just sum up just at the end yeah. with a list of all of the uh, the divas who did Playboy? Because this is the little right, clip okay. where we get Tori and Stacey. So Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler yes. meet the Miller catfight girls. Yes, OK. And then they set up their impromptu catfight. Yeah. Um, Tori is reading a Playboy. Mm. And the Miller catfight girls who are called Kitana Baker and the other one. And the other one, let me tell you, she has not even got a Wikipedia page. No, Katana Baker's got a bit more because she did a bit of softcore pornography and also a lot of music videos. Do you know, she on her IMDb is more than willing to tell you about her wank mag career but <laughs> never once mentions the word WrestleMania. <laughs> doesn't, that, doesn't that tell you everything well, she, well, you need she, to know? She was, she was late. Katana Baker was in, in a film called Slammed. Uh, best pals in this the aid of their idol and sexy gals as they pursue their dream of wrestling on the illegal bar circuit. So Ooh. she did extend her... That was later oh. next year, I think. She, I, uh, the, she the other one was called... Tanya, Tanya Ballinger. Ballinger. And, and she, I did notice this. So, in Katana Baker in 2002, she has an uncredited role as Barbarian Woman in The Scorpion King. Right, okay. And that, that was a film that starred The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they, they, they must have. And then I noticed Tanya Ballinger, who doesn't have a Wikipedia page, who has 15 followers on Instagram at the time of recording. 16 now. <laughs> in 2013, she appeared in the film Snitch as a party mum. A film that Rock starred in. And I was thinking, is Rock <laughs> making a list of like all the women in WrestleMania and going, I'm going to track them down sooner or later, <laughs> treat them to some strudel. <laughs> it's Rock's big plan. Um, Tori Wilson appeared in, um, in Playboy. Um, but there is a sort of a period from 1999 to 2007, 8, 2008, mm. a 10-year period where the WWE are doing an annual pictorial in uh, Playboy right. they have the cover and they are the best selling issues every single time of okay, the year right. so it starts with Sable who does April 1999 and Sable's pictorial was so popular that she was actually on the cover of three editions of Playboy within that year uh, just from the same shoot I think mm. there was sort of you know some specials and things in autumn 2000 China appears in Playboy she does it a couple of times in fact Tori Wilson is there in May 2003 then there's Sable and Tori Wilson doing one in 2004 in 2005 Christy Hemi in 2006 Candice Michelle in 2007 Ashley Massaro and in 2008 Maria um, they spent years trying to slightly push both Stacey Keebler and Trish Stratus into doing Playboy right? and both of them didn't want to do yeah. it which you know absolutely I mean why not but there was all this sort of you know slightly weird pressure um Ashley Massaro, 2007. I don't think... Do we get to see her in WrestleMania? I think we might. Right. I'm going to save the fascinating story of uh, Bella Models and <laughs> the FBI <laughs> investigation into that oh. for a later episode. Well, we can promise you nothing else except illicit um, sexual conduct, uh, it sounds like. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll end there. I mean, she, she does deny it. Okay. The, the page does list that she, she travels for $25,000. She travels... Yeah, wink, wink. Uh, wrestle me, Mark. <laughs> wrestle me, Peter. For $20,000. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs>
Production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.